It is the P&P Podcast. Do it. Agreed. Everybody, here it is. Episode 5. Sorry it's taken us, uh, I think we're about a week behind, eh, eh Jeff? Week, week and a half behind. You're so, um, more my we're ri- anybody else's. Well, it's both of our faults. Both of us have been super busy and, and we've had a lot going on. So, um, episode 5. Does, we don't really have a, a topic, so we're just gonna we're just gonna shoot the shit for uh, for however long we can we can keep entertaining one another and uh, and hopefully you guys like it, you guys and girls like it. If you have, as always, if you have any suggestions, let us know and make sure you're heading over to the Pit Boss Waterfowl YouTube page and his social media. Give them a like. Give them a follow and do the same for me, please, with Punisher Waterfowl on YouTube and all the social media platforms. Jeff, at, buddy. At, at Punisher Waterfowl. At Punisher Waterfowl. There you go. And at Pit Boss Waterfowl. Jeff, buddy, it's good to see you. You have been a very, very busy man the last almost two weeks. Yeah, 100%. I got some equipment on uh, a week ago Tuesday. So, yeah, are are we still under a gag order or uh, that, that came yeah. back, that came up because I started I started to, <laughs> to do some actually Karen did some stuff too and then the gag orders re, reinstated but I will say oh, okay. this two hundred okay. cubic two hundred cubic yards turned into eight hundred sixty cubic yards and yeah being that's like, uh that's a big uh, miscalculation right there that's an ass load um, <laughs> and at, it depends on some of them were not some of them were more than two dollars and five. Two hundred and five dollars, two dollars and five cents. I wish they were two dollars. Yeah, I bet. Two hundred and five dollars a load. So uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it needed. It needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And it got done. And um, in between all this, I what we 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 kind of alluded to this already. I woke up one morning, Monday morning on the eighth, mm-hmm. about one forty-five, and just I just had this weird feeling, which. It's not weird for me to wake up at 145, but it's weird for me not to be comfortable. And mm-hmm. back and forth to the bathroom, like, maybe six times. And, like, I just could not. My stomach was messed up. I just could not get, get comfortable. I was even, we had turkey on Sunday night. I was even thinking, like, man, did, like, what what did I eat? Like, mm-hmm. you're just kind of trying to replay in my mind what I had going on. And uh, eventually, I mean, I felt super bad about waking Karen up. But, you know about 345 or so i woke her up and just said karen i i, I don't feel good so i just can't i can't get comfortable i got this pain in my stomach and like you know I, i'm the guy like i never get sick mm-hmm. yeah i get sick but like i never right. get sick i really don't you know i just you don't go to the hospital no i haven't, I haven't been to the hospital since 1996 <laughs> that's so, an impressive I, stat and without without going down too far of a rabbit hole here were you a fan of seinfeld the show seinfeld uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yes. I mean, not so a, Jerry. Jerry used to have a stat that he never vomited since like 1983 uh, yeah. or something like that. So that's like a stat for you. Like <laughs> what I want to know, is, what I want to know, is like people that happen to be listening or following that that were born after 1996. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my first year of college, 1996. Um, yeah, so I, I, no, that's super scary, buddy. Because I'm going to tell you, you scared the shit out of me when you um, when you sent me that video um, of you in the bed, and I'm just you know, I'm just doing going about my thing, and my phone buzz, and I was like, oh, it's from Jeff, and then I see you on this bed, and you're freezing and and Karen's there with I was cold. yeah pit boss piss pit boss cold very cold <laughs> uh, I need, the best part was I need some Demerol and Karen in the background laughing she's like you don't need Demerol <laughs> well in, in 1996 I can remember a shot of Demerol while I was in the hospital was a very good thing it but made made the pain go away and it put me to put me to sleep so yeah, so that so let's continue on with the story. Sorry to cut you off, but so so what was it? So so you got to the hospital. Then, well, I'm going to rewind and say 1996. I, I broke. I had a spiral fracture in my lower leg, so I had a plate nine screws put in it, and it was it was just uh, again like I don't go to, even then like I hadn't been in the hospital, so like I was just I didn't I didn't like that whole experience. And I I, I told you earlier, Damien, that like I've been there quite a few times with Karen and especially my mother. But like mm-hmm. for me to be admitted in the hospital, like they were like, we went to the hospital and they're like, they're trying to find me in the system. Like I'm not in the system. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of other coaches that are in the system, but I'm not in the system. Um, but anyway, uh, 
you know, they just asked me a bunch of questions and, and uh, yeah, hey, how, how, has your pee been, you know, has it been uh, looking like Dark. iced tea? Yeah, iced yeah. tea or so. And I was like, well, you know, the one day, uh, so this was on Monday morning, that Thursday we had a heat, in, heat index of about 107 and, and I put in a strong 10 days there on the skid load and roller there that day. And I mean, I sweat, 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 but I had a cooler, had a, I was drink. I thought I was drinking a lot, had a cooler. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're still kind of, diagnosing me a little bit and uh said hey here take this cup and go pee in it and i did i was freaking shocked man it was like it was blood was yeah like, holy shit I've, I've never i've never had that happen yeah so that was jaundice right a little um, bit of jaundice yeah well basically it kind of more turns into what well, my problem was is that it's a kidney issue right so there's red mm-hmm. blood cells red blood cells in, in my uh in in my kid you know through my kidneys or my urine go back they do the you know put the old IV in the wrist mm-hmm. the back of my hand I'm sorry and um, she gave me something because I was throwing up so she or not throwing up throwing up but I, I felt I did throw up yeah I feel nausea yeah yeah so she gave me something for that and then gave me something for the pain and man like in 10 minutes like whoo like total relief like I was it was it was I was feeling good it was a good thing and then I was cold but uh I went and did a cat scan I really wish and I told the girl I wish I didn't have my phone. My perspective. I'm laying there on this cart. She's wheeling me down, and it was like lights and ceilings, and it was just—it was such a really cool, cool perspective. It wouldn't have been—I guess maybe you had to be there. It would be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I really would have used it. Somewhere on social media, I'm sure. But it was—it was a pretty cool <laughs> perspective, getting pushed, pushed around, you know, laying on my back, and not really yeah. being able to see a whole lot. Uh, but basically, long story short, uh, evidently I had like a three millimeter kidney stone. And that's yeah. even even though that was you know kind of in the in the back side of you, uh, or you know you kitty in the back, uh, it was affecting my stomach, or at least mm-hmm. the, pain, the pain was being felt on on the front front stomach. So, um, basically, I just said, hey, you got to drink a lot, drink, 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 um, and they gave me uh, they gave me some code codeine pills mm-hmm. and something for the nausea, and uh, so I don't know what maybe it's it's like six thirty now. Oh, you know okay. what? Push, pushing seven o'clock. I was supposed to get a load, load of, load of fill. <laughs> I, I called real quick and I said, "Hey," I said, "Ann, okay, I'm, I'm going to get there, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to make it. They're, if they're going to be there at seven thirty, she, oh no, no, we don't, we don't start till eight today. So you'll, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I took a codeine, drove, drove on over, got out of the truck, and here comes, <laughs> here comes load number one, and I'm, I was that's good to a, go. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so you know that without without aging ourselves but it it is we're at that point in time where where things are starting to go wrong with us with our bodies right so yeah. um and and the good thing is is that you 100% realize like mm, something's not right here yeah. um yeah perhaps we should go to the doctor and and trust me um i don't know the pain that you went through or the discomfort that you went through um, but in 2003, I was in um, Kabul, Afghanistan, and was complaining of, of pressure in my chest. And uh, and the Canadian government had hired Tibetan cooks to cook for us. Mm-hmm. So so the doctors, the the army doctors, had said, "Hey, listen, it's it's just the food. It's some indigestion. Here, take some." some uh tums and uh, and you'll be okay and it just it was fluke that when i would take the the tums the pressure went away for a couple hours or even a day really so anyways one night it come back and i mean i'm in excruciating pain and i literally crawl from my from my bedside down to the hospital which was i don't know it was probably three four hundred yards mm-hmm um, get down there and I tell him, I'm like, listen, just like what you were saying, there's something that's not right. Um, this is way beyond indigestion, right? And I'm, t- and I'm, uh, at this time, I am, uh, what, 26, I'm 26 years old. Um, so this is, this is going to be a long story, but it's an awesome one, I promise you. So they say to me, uh, yeah, we have an ultrasound machine, but we don't have anybody that's, on staff here yet because this was right at the beginning of coming into uh, Afghanistan um, that can 
actually diagnose with a with a ultrasound but i know how to use it i'm like whatever i don't care use it um so he used it he was like yeah your gallbladder needs to come out like now and i'm like oh shit, uh that's not good and they were like yeah just here take take a couple of these pain pills just uh ease some pain tomorrow we're gonna look at uh getting you flown back to canada and and we're gonna get that taken care of i was like okay cool sounds good anyways back to my bed space hour later i mean like i think this is coming out of my chest at this point like it's brutal so they throw me in the back of an army truck beat me across one end of kabul which listen you're not driving down i-95 when you're uh, in kabul so i'm getting the shit kicked out of me driving across kabul get into a german hospital um they diagnosed me yeah confirm it's a gallbladder then they beat me all the way across town again back to the canadian hospital and then they opened me up so right through my abdomen opened me up um remove my gallbladder they take out four gallstones um and then you know sew me up and i'm i'm on the road to recovery um the thing that made me laugh when i seen your video was the fact that when you would ask for demerol well because they had cut my abdomen open in order to retrieve because it was it was in a tent in afghanistan where the surgery took place um so they were giving me morphine for the pain and it just wasn't enough and and the doc doc came to me and he was like how you feeling i'm like i am this is excruciating he said safely i can't give you any more morphine i'm like uh, well we got to do something because this is killing me and he was like well i'm gonna have to put you on a demerol drip buddy i was on a drip of demerol for five days and my buddies were so in the hospital they had a playstation so my buddies would come down to visit me and play playstation uh in the hospital and they said for five days i was having conversations that they could not even like fathom what i was trying to say or get out because i was so out of it on on demerol for like five days it was amazing <laughs> but i got a cool scar to remind me of it for the rest of my life and uh, and a pretty good story so go. um the moral of the story listen to your body when it tells you something's not right something's not right yeah 100 i i i, I kind of thought that too about hey like i'm old and then, like, I start talking, you know, you know, kind of just sharing stories with other people and stuff. Like, I've, you know, older older friends that are like, nah, man, I had I had my first kidney stone. I was 22 years old and all. Like, I think it's more of, and again, from the research we did real quick, um, I guess maybe it might be somewhat genetic, but I think it's more your lifestyle of, like, what you what you drink <laughs> yeah. or what you don't drink kind of thing, right? So, so the doc told me, because I was 26 years old, had my gallbladder removed, and, and I'm from, for people that don't know, I'm from a, an island off the east coast of Canada called Newfoundland where um, grow up on, on fried fish, um, so fried with pork fat, everything is fried, everything is salted, um, very old school way of, uh, a very old school diet, um, from from the east coast so he told me he said it's your diet that you grew up with and um how was it he said kfc he said 80 percent of the time anybody that comes in for gallstones uh, and a gallbladder attack it was about 24 hours after eating a meal of kfc really yeah yeah and and like fried chicken and and that sort of thing where i'm from like that that's 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 your that's your diet right fried fish um yeah so you say fried fish man i i am missing some fried fish not to not to get off topic too much but you know karen has done a much she's well they don't allow her to have as many calories but she's done a much better job she walks every morning walks the dog mm -hmm. but she karen's down like 60 pounds i'm down 50 and um i i really do miss and we have eaten fish she's been doing um she's been doing more salmon than anything else but um man, i really do like well we haven't fished this year for mahi but like mahi bites that we would kind of uh mm -hmm. take salt saltines bust them up and basically bread them in the saltines and then and then deep fry them man i believe if flounder rockfish you know straight bass rockfish uh, yeah I'm, re I'm really missing that plus you know doing doing the uh the chippies on the side you know fresh i know fresh, you know fresh french fries right so I've yeah really have been, have been, i kind of have been missing that but i gotta say at the same time 
you know, I just I really do feel better. I told Karen, we walked in the house the other day. I was like, I can't, somebody was telling me about heartburn. It's like, man, I can't remember the last time that I felt halfway bad, you know, like heartburn kind of thing, you know? Wow. So, so I feel heartburn a lot now. So, so I'm a big, I shouldn't say I'm a big fan, but um, once a month, I'll normally sit down, my wife and I, and we'll sit down and we'll have a bottle of red wine. And I love red wine, but if I drink two glasses of red wine, my um, heartburn that night is is horrible. And so for me, I've put on, I, I think I've put on probably about 25 pounds since COVID started and uh, just not eating properly, putting on, putting on the weight. And I think it it's just, I'm really, really seeing what my dad used to say when he used to say, you know, you think you're bulletproof now, but it's going to catch up to you at some point. And now at, at 45 years old, I'm, I'm starting to see all that abuse I gave to my body, smoking, um, drinking, like in the arm. Buddy, I drank like to a stupor six nights a week my first couple years in, in the army, right? So, um, yeah, just didn't look after myself and, and my body is is now finally saying you know f you um it's time for you to smarten up yeah man i i as younger i did not you can laugh and, and disbelieve me actually karen's youngest son's coming down today mm -hmm. and, uh, I, i've never smoked a cigarette he doesn't he he just thinks that's he can't believe that i was like well, yeah i have it man like there's two yeah. two times i've smoked a cigar I said, but I've never smoked a cigarette. And I mm -hmm. said, man, like as far as drinking alcohol, like when I was younger, I I did not drink a lot. I didn't, no, I just, I just didn't drink that much. You know, like older okay. years, probably if I had to pick a year, I would say from about the year two thousand. Really? Like, it was more like with the I can recall with like the the D three TV stuff we did. Just okay. Seemed to be, just you know, we traveled around a traveled around a bunch more. Maybe it was mm -hmm. a little more social. Like I would do a, you know, I would do a beer here and there, but like I just with a meal or something like that. But like I just didn't drink to drink. Okay. And and, and with with doing more of, uh, just with the traveling and and socializing and and um, traveling and socializing. And it maybe wasn't exactly that year, but I would say you know late late nineties. And I had to pick a year. I'd say two thousand. Um, and and trying to really kind of settled in on on on. You know, like a Canadian whisk, blended whiskeys and or bourbons mm -hmm. was was because they really it had no carbs, whereas you know generally beer, beer is yeah. loaded, loaded with carbs. So that was kind of that was kind of my my go to. But um, but yeah, yeah, it it you know I I'm glad I'm happy for you that uh, if, if there's a silver lining in this, uh, and I'm happy for me uh, with my stuff as well is that it's happening now and not in the middle of the season. Um, 100%, yeah. Right. You know, like look at take that silver lining and say, well, listen, now, OK, I've got to make some change. Well, for me, I've got to make some changes um, in in how I'm treating my body. But uh, it, it's good. You know, you, you get that little wake up call and and um, you sort yourself out and make those necessary changes. And hopefully you're ready. You're all good to go for the season and, and uh, there'll be no hiccups then. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Like I, I just, I really am. I was telling somebody today. I'm really curious. Like being, like did the being that. Oh, here's here's what I said. So, um, this is the story I told told Mark today. What was the the dehydration? Was that like the triggering factor to to this? I mean, mm -hmm, I don't maybe. know how kidney stones how they form that quickly. Was it was it in there and being so dehydrated like? Irritated, mm -hmm. irritated, agitated, that it kicked it off. Um, yeah. But I, I had two bags of saline solution. I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. I had to, they gave me an extra one just because I was I was dehydrated, and then yeah. I, I did go and I did go and work. She gave me my slip though. I, I didn't have to work. I, I was off work till the tenth. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'll take that and use that. Thank you very much. Like, so yeah, right, I want to make sure I write, write you your work slip. And I was like, all right, thank you. I didn't say yeah. That. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um. But I did take I did take a lot of liquids that day. Yeah, but damn I, man, it was like so. I have two bags in me, and I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. And Karen's texting me, "How am I?" It's like Karen, I can't pee. Like it's like it's now it's eleven yeah. o'clock. I said like I haven't peed yet, man. And she's like, "Keep drinking, keep drinking, keep drinking." And but anyway, yeah. with with the uh, with the program that we're on, we weigh, weigh ourselves each morning just to keep track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gained ten pounds in a day. 
that's that's how dehydrated I was. Greater, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just going to say. That's all water. That ten pounds is all water. Hundred percent. But I gained ten pounds basically not overnight, but in a day's time. Yeah. And then the other weird twist to this is, so I took a, I took a codeine that morning. I was good. Mm-hmm. I'm driving yeah. home, and Karen's texting me, "How am I doing?" And I'm like, I was like, like it, it just it just freaking hit me. Like in in this time, instead of being in the front, it was more of like like I had a broken in the back. Rib. Like a broken yep. rib, though. Like it was like, mm-hmm. like almost like hard to breathe. So she called yep. me. She's like, like, do I need to come get you? Can you drive? Pull over? I was like, no, I'm okay. I just, I just need to get home, though. I came mm-hmm. home and I, I took took a codeine, and uh, by the time I was out of the shower, I felt great. Like it was no okay. no pain. I'm like, okay, that's good. And um, you know, Karen warned me. Worried was warned me. I'm trying to put warned and worried together. She warned mm-hmm. me and was worried that, hey, like you know, you, you can you can be a, you can be addicted to these things. It's like Karen. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. Have an, I don't have an addictive personality, Karen. I'm okay. I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah, big time. You, you totally can be. Uh, adi- I had a, I had an old friend in the army one time. He got, uh, he got addicted to him. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, um, basically, long and the short of it is, Monday night was horrible. Woke up good Tuesday. Tuesday night was bad. Like Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night was bad. I woke up Wednesday. I, I haven't had pain since Wednesday morning. Like I, I don't that's know awesome. If, I don't know if I passed it or what, but like I, I am, I am like, I think I only took three, three of the codeine. And like okay. I, I've been, I have been pain free, hundred percent. I'll knock. I'll that's knock awesome. Wood. That's good, buddy. Yeah, but, but so. Um, yeah, I, I think you would notice if you passed them. Okay. That, what, from what I, from what I was told, um, if you pass them, you, you'll definitely know. That's what I told Karen. I was like, I haven't had any sensation that I did. Yeah. She yeah, said, you know, she's like three millimeters. She's like, that's that's not, you know, that's that's kind of small. And, the, yeah. and the, do- the doctor did say it was small. Said, it you have a, a it small? is small, but I know, I know what you're <laughs> You're getting what I'm throwing down. Um, yeah, mine like hey, my hey, gallstones. Yeah, hey, size seventeen, size, size 17. seventeen. Come on. Yeah, I like my gallstones. Mm, like they were, they weren't much smaller than a marble. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like it was it was yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a fun time. Um and that was my first tour overseas and uh, not the way not the way I wanted it to uh wanted it to go. But anyways, that, that's listen, if anything you're taking from this episode, start listening to your body and paying attention and looking after yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. That was that was you know, I kinda I don't know the my ego the ego in me, my ego is like, I, I can, I can fix this. Like, I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can just, I can fix this. I can fix this. And eventually like, shit, man, like I, I, I can't fix this. Like I, you know, I was like, do I call, do I call an ambulance? Do I just drive myself? And when I woke her up, I was like, Karen, you got to go to work and stuff. I said, I'll, I'll just, let's just call an ambulance. She's like, no, she's like hop in. And like, she, she did drive. She, she was, she was doing 80 miles an hour to get to the hospital. So, you know, God love her. Um, yeah. You know, she she hung out there with me too. So, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I was. It was kind of that thing where, like you said about age, but like I said, after because that's the way I was thinking. I was like, wow, I'm just old. And uh, but you know, after talking to talking to lots of people, like I got some friends that have them, had them when they were in the twenties, kind of, and have had them like yeah. steady through through that. Um, yeah, I will say one thing. Uh, I don't know if I've ever referenced Big Bird Cropper, but. Um, Anyway, Big Bird's a character for sure. He's a, a mm. local legend here. He fishes nonstop. Um, got a heart of gold. We'll do anything for you. And he was he was over there helping me. And um, he was helping me do something I can't talk about. And he says yeah. over the years, I guess he's had six six different attacks. And I've heard this before too. And I think I've heard him say this before with gout. I think it may be just like his go-to, but apple cider vinegar. So that's weird that you bring that up because I heard somebody mention that as a cure for or or a remedy for something the other day. But then they used the term apple cider vinegar with the mother. With the mother. Yeah. And and I don't know what that is, but they were saying just like take a drink of it, like not very much because it's pretty strong. Um, But apple cider vinegar with the mother. And and but I don't know what the mother is. Um, I've not heard that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it while you're talking. You do that. So apple cider vinegar, apple 
cider vinegar. Excuse me. I will slow down. Um, it's it's some it's some strong potent stuff. Um, yeah. I think the directions say two tablespoons in, a, in six or eight ounces of water. Uh, Big Bird was talking about taking two shots, so I was like, you know, hey, if 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 two tablespoons is good enough, like fuck, two two shot two shots must be better. So in the morning I've been taking. He says that it it helps because he he said he had a doctor tell him this. And that it will help prevent them as well as when you do have them, it helps dissolve them, possibly. So, And he also said cranberry juice. So I pour, I had like just a small juice glass of cranberry juice, and I get my little steamer's shot glass out, and I pour in the apple cider vinegar, and I, I don't know, I can't say I've gotten used to it yet, but anyway, basically I'll, I'll take a shot of apple cider vinegar, and then I do a little cran, cranberry juice on top. To, you know, it's kind of that really bitter vinegar mm-hmm. taste obviously and a little bit of sweet from the cranberry makes kind of makes kind of helps it but basically i do two of those in the morning i've been doing two of those in the evening so i, okay. I don't i don't know as i get as we get away from this is i'll continue to do those but um i don't know maybe i will maybe i won't but i would like to so do it apple cider vinegar with the mother with the mother. is the unfiltered and unrefined vinegar with a cloudy and murky appearance well that's what i'm doing then yeah, it's called apple cider vinegar with the mother. It's used for drinking purposes and has many health benefits due to the presence of beneficial bacteria, yeast, and protein. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of junk in the bottom of this thing. Yeah. And it's actually, after you open it, you have to refrigerate it, so it's in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. It's cold. Yep. And uh, But it's, I jokingly, I told G off the other day, and actually Fred West, like, I think I'd almost be rather doing these shots of tequila would be easier than apple cider vinegar, man. Like, oh, well, I got on this, uh, I got on this kick, uh, about, um, I don't know, probably about six, seven years ago of, um, gin and cranberry juice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just enjoyed the taste of, I enjoy gin anyways. Um, and then with the cranberry juice, I really enjoyed it. So I didn't realize that cranberry juice was such a good thing for, well, at least I know for men it is. I don't know if it is for women, um, but for men it, it it's a good thing. Yeah, here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Just when you thought you were going to talk, we were going to talk about ducks all day. Um, here we are talking about it's our like urinary track. Yeah. Like um, but uh, yeah, so gin cranberry juice done wonders uh apparently it was really good for it. maybe not the amount of gin i was putting into my body but uh the cranberry the amount of cranberry juice i was putting into my body was a good thing well i, I want to ask you some question about that but i gotta tell you like i even said to karen like where's my liver like is this my liver i'm feeling um i guess maybe i i didn't maybe i don't know where but what i've said but i I did not eat. I was sure when we left the house. I just put a pair of shorts on. I did not put underwear on because I knew <laughs> I knew I was getting cut open. And you got you know they're gonna strip you down anyway, right? So yeah, just, that's I just, right. I just put a pair of shorts on. I was like, fuck, I don't need I don't need any underwear. I'm just gonna yeah. put some shorts on because they're I'm gonna get cut open today. They're gonna yeah do yeah. To me. Um, gin. What what gin do you like? Um. So my favorite is Bombay. Um. But I like Hendrix as well. Okay, I was I'm, gonna say Hendrix. That's okay. Yeah. But see, to me, Hendrix, um, Hendrix doesn't have enough of the juniper juniper berries taste in it for me. I like Hendrix, but it's not as strong as what Bombay is, and and that's what I really like. Bombay is my favorite. So the Hendrix is uh, cucumber infused, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, Scott Moody, good friend of ours, got us. We're talking about different drinks and stuff. He's like, "Hey, man!" He's like, "You have, have you done gin?" And I was like, "No, we haven't really done." It. He's like, "Man, you should try this yeah. Hendrix. It's really yeah. good." And we, yeah, we were we were drinking that for a little while. Yeah. So Hendrix. So I never ever understood the term, but people that talk gin. They say gin's a great summer drink. Right. Um, and I never really ever put much thought to it, but Hendrix on a hot day is amazing. It, like it is it is really good on a hot day to sit down with uh, uh with hendrix and tonic water uh a little bit of ice um yeah it's a fabulous drink i really enjoy it well speaking of hot man here in maryland it is full-blown summer you know it's, it is basically august weather it's just it's it's just last night was a little bit cool i get i came out and aired the dogs you know it actually felt just a tad bit cool but man it's just we're in into into those high temperatures 
well, not hot. I guess it, it's all relative what people call hot, right? But, but it's more the humidity. Buddy, what you were into was hot. Hot? Okay. Well, it's like that was 100. You you sent me a picture one day, and you had 107 um, with the humidity, right? Yeah. That's what, it's just the humidity, man. That's what I, that's what I feel the most. Like, yeah. literally, I was literally over there, like, not doing much of anything. And, like, it's just, I'm just, like, glistening, dripping. It's running down the backs of my arms. You know, it's running. I can feel it running down my shins, you know, kind of thing. And and, um, and again, I guess that kind of goes with, you know, me being dehydrated over there. Although I, I did make effort to fill the cooler up with drinks. And I did go every other day. I was getting ice and, Good. Uh, and filling it up. But, but yeah, it's uh, dead time summer. The big thing going on here just at, well, actually in Ocean City. I'm just outside Ocean City. But the big thing this week is the White Marlin Open. So it's the uh, supposedly the five best days of August here in Maryland. Okay. It's the richest bill fishing tournament in the world. I don't know. I still haven't seen what this year's tournament is worth overall. Last year's was $8.9 million payout. What? That's insane. Yeah. Eight, how eight. far how far off the coast are they going for, for Marlin? Like, is it a, a really deep water fish? It's more of a, a water temperature. Water temperature oh, okay. and, and clarity, but they're they're basically running to the continental shelf in the canyons. Okay, yeah. Um, in this tournament, that the only rule is is it's the distance that they can travel to fish. It's not that they have to be out so far. You know, there's a limit of on how far they can go, kind of thing, right? Oh, basically, basically okay. Hundred hundred nautical miles from uh, the sea buoy that's just outside the uh, Ocean City Inlet there. But, okay, um, but yeah, it's just more of it's more chasing the water temperature uh, and the water clarity. Um, and for whatever reason, uh, the the weigh-ins are are uh, they're te- televised, you know, each each afternoon. So today is day four. I, they have they don't have a qualifying unless it came in late last night that I didn't see. They don't have a qualifying white marlin, blue marlin, or a swordfish. The t- tuna has been the there's a tuna. The first place tuna currently was is worth one point eight million dollars. The the winning the winning white marlin last year I think was three point two million just for that fish. Out of that 8.9 million, so there's there's all kinds of you know, there's so let, I'm I'm not gonna if anybody you know is listening that really knows the tournament, I'm just trying to give everyone this is not 100 accurate, but I'm trying to give you the the uh, the well, the an- analogy. If you just entered the tournament for a thousand dollars and entered the White Marlin Open for a thousand dollars, I'm gonna say that that 3.2 million dollar White Marlin last year. If Karen and I entered it, and we because we we're only going to enter the tournament for the thousand dollars, that fish would be worth like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But because the, the the boat and the angler entered every category that they could, all it's like all these different side bets, right? Calcutta's, yeah. And they went all in. So instead of a thousand dollars, I don't. It's 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 got to be close to forty thousand dollars that they paid to go yeah, all in. That they, right? Yeah. So, so the yeah. more you spend. When you catch the right fish, the more you mm-hmm. are rewarded. Sometimes the the winning fish is would is that lower amount in second place and third place, or third place was worth more than first and second just because of how what entry right. levels that everybody entered. Um, so it's and there's you know there's they have a small boat category also. Um, mm-hmm. There's like daily categories. Um, there's just there's lots there's lots of they they make it very easy for you to spend money because there's so many different categories. <laughs> Like there's 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 Brilliant. captain there's captain entry levels there's mates there's like oh really it's just yeah it's, it gets it kind of gets so, so it yeah you could call it insane but it's really open to any like they've designed it in a way that anybody could could enter oh 100 I mean again if yeah. you just want to you just want to enter the tournament for the thousand dollars I think it gets you six people I think that are registered reg, I, think, I think it's six people registered fishermen. Fisher okay. Um but yeah, I mean it's in again, like you you can play it if you just want to go out there and try to catch Mahi Mahi, dolphin, the dolphin fish, right? Or whatever yeah. fish that you want to try to catch. The the shark categories closed this year because Mako shark are, are closed on in the in uh in the east coast this year on in the Atlantic Ocean. So there's no shark category this year and they because there's no shark category, they opened up a swordfish category. Okay. Um, but basically it's 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 all it's pelagic um species fish so, so okay that's that's what you know, that's uh that's crazy because i didn't think like when i thought merlin um swordfish 
Uh, not so much shark because I know even in Newfoundland now, which is in the upper end of the North Atlantic, like water temperatures are increasing enough that that shark is a common occurrence um, in Newfoundland now where 20 years ago it wasn't, right? So, uh, but like Merlin and, and swordfish, I didn't think was was a species that you would have an abundance of um off maryland i thought that was a more southern like florida uh well, florida so, fish so again like i mean basically they're coming up the gulf stream right so it's, mm -hmm. you don't have yeah they're following that, that current yeah so there's a it's a big deal in ocean city who's going to when the first white marlin is caught and generally they're released they're not killed it's it's, it's a lot of catch and release okay uh, but, but yeah i mean it's a big deal for for the you know when is the first when's the first tuna going to be caught when's the first white marlin going to be caught okay. uh, but the, really the best months are july is a little slow but J august and then really in in september and even october so it, it is it's just a water temperature thing is what it is okay just like the bluefin cool. tuna blue bluefin tuna come through first yeah basically you got your yellowfin and your big eye and okay the move on there's not i'm not saying somebody wouldn't catch a bluefin but generally they're all north of us right what was it we ate in pei was that bluefin 100 yeah yep. that was so i i'm a fish fan i'm not, i'm not a crab lobster shellfish fan uh at all but fish i absolutely love and that bluefin tuna that karen made that time and i know i brought it up on on the union a couple times and i maybe we've even talked about it on this one jeff but i i could say honestly that that was probably the best piece of fish i've ever eaten in my life and might, and and the thing is is that i i told my wife right and, and uh you probably don't remember but i called my wife that night and i was like man i had tuna this evening for dinner and she was like tuna what are you doing because you don't like tuna because the only tuna i've ever tried is what comes in a can oh. and i don't like it whatsoever buddy that tuna that karen made that day is the best thing i've ever eaten so now when i go to a restaurant if there's tuna on the menu now i i 100 order tuna yeah i don't get it often um but if it's on the menu i 100 order it now because it is it is that good it is and it was up there especially it was fresh too because it was oh, yeah it was like a day old <laughs> exactly exactly it was a day old man it was so good and then and and just keep going on this on this fish theme i remember uh we went to that um you you'd know the guy remember we went to that uh gf took us to that fish store where we could yep, like, where we bought our, our fish brackley bay. um brackley bay yeah, yeah uh, brackley bay oyster company right yep. Yep. Yeah. So we went there and they had fish cakes, which is a staple in Newfoundland where I'm from. So I was like, yeah, I, I'm buying fish cakes. And, and Karen had never had fish cakes. And I'm like, oh, you treated me to tuna. I'm going to treat you to fish cakes. And I, I can remember she was like, holy smokes, these are good. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they are amazing. Amazing. They done a really good job with a, a really cool place and, and good people, too. Yeah, evidently they got a new building this year. I follow along on Instagram with them, and and uh, oh really? I remember it was still like kind of snowing, and they were trying to you know trying to trying to dig footers and that, that kind was, of stuff. But, but that yeah, was a fairly good building that they had when we were there. It was. I think uh, more of Geoff told me it's it's more of I can't remember the name of that road, but you know the kind of, basically the straight mm -hmm. road that runs up. So now you know they were kind of off, you know, turn and turn. Oh right, now right, right, right out on the on the you know more yeah. accessible everybody's okay. gonna see them as they go by so i think it's yeah. just more more of a like location 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 kind of thing right okay so what i want to ask you damien yeah because i actually and geoff has been sending me quite a few things some video uh, youtubes and, and podcasts and stuff and i actually told him i texted him this morning man i apologized to him as i said i've just been got have so much stuff going on i you know everybody's mm -hmm. always busy and stuff but i I, even when I'm busy, I'm able to watch this YouTube or listen to this podcast, and and um, I, I have not caught up with your the Punisher podcast. Yeah, I think the, I think the last two I've missed maybe. Um, and then what you're doing, Duck You? Yeah, so that's that's something Dave came up with. Um, 
I would say probably about three, four. He's probably been thinking about it longer, but he brought it up to me about three, four weeks ago. And he was like, man, he said, I really want to do this, this duck you, this duck university thing and, and try and push out a little bit more education stuff. Right. And uh, which, which is something that, you know, we we feel strongly about about and trying to push out there right so he came up he had bobby hayes on um and uh and a and a, a friend of bobby's i i'm real sorry but i i can't remember the guy's name from blue blue stem waterfowl is is who he works for anyways um but i forget his name um anyways they went through uh you know a a, a meat duck call routine and and how to do it right we have we had that event coming up in in grimsby uh coming up in uh about a week and a half i guess um and there's going to be a, a a calling competition there so so it fit in nice but uh dave's got some really cool ideas of some really really cool guests uh, to come on and do this Duck U, Duck University thing. Um, and it's pretty quick. Like, he's on 20 minutes, half hour at most. Uh, gets his point across. Super educational, super fun. And um, like always, we always try to to find who we think is, is a great source instead of us just standing up there and, and trying to make it sound like we're the expert um we actually dave actually goes out and gets the expert and, and brings it in so it's really cool it, it, it's not going to be uh a weekly episode i think maybe every by every second week every third week yep. um just because we don't want to we don't want to flood everything and it'd be like oh another video from punisher waterfowl you know what i mean so um so it i think it's going to be really cool um it, it's done well on on our on our analytics um it's done really well on youtube so nice. uh so yeah so and, and i think you know we've talked about this uh a number of times when it comes to social media and and the content that's being put out and stuff like that and and it's all great content and and i love it because i think there's so much content out there that there's something for everybody now as opposed to one time where it was just birds getting birds dropping out of the sky and and that's great and i love to see it don't get me wrong but you watch birds fall out of the sky fall out of the sky fall out of the sky unless it's a, a crazy shot or a crazy wicked hunt they all really look the same and and i don't mean that in a bad way i'm i'm just saying like we we need some variety and now we're seeing these podcasts showing up and these shows and these videos and these businesses that are out there in the industry and and they're you know they're expanding what they're trying to get across and and now it's not just pictures of 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 birds falling out of the sky like you look at what you do jeff like you you video and put out almost every aspect of your day and people want to see that because again you can only watch birds fall out of the sky so often like i remember a year and a half ago you doing you on the pit boss grill like i would go live and watch you and there'd be like 100 people watching you do a pork shoulder yep. and it's because people want they want some variety well I I agree with that, and it's it's kind of like I guess it makes only makes sense that like I basically you know do do and show what what I would like to like to see right. So way back in the day with you know VH, I'm gonna really date myself. With VHS, <laughs> but don't VH, say beta as long as it's VHS and not beta. VHS tapes <laughs> as well as DVDs. Um, you know, kind of like the the especially goose hunting. I always say it was cluck cluck cluck, boom boom boom, cluck cluck cluck, mm -hmm. boom boom boom, cluck cluck mm -hmm. cluck, boom boom boom. I want to see I want to see all the other stuff. Like that's yeah. You know, again, do I enjoy shooting stuff? Do I enjoy seeing all that? Sure, I, you know I see it. Every of course day. you do. But like especially with with somebody that I don't know or their their area, their region, you know, mm -hmm. their style of hunting. I, I want to see all the other stuff, and that's that's always yeah, absolutely been, you know, how I've been. You know, of, of yeah, hunting's hunting, right? We all want to see that, yeah. but. And, and there's some people that just you know there's nothing wrong with that either that just want to mm -hmm. see the you know the, the the kill shots if you will right? yeah absolutely there's nothing wrong with it yeah. I've, all, I've um 
I've been following along with the uh, the Big Honker podcast, the first, you know, Stanfield Guide, the, their first family. Yep. One, one will come out tonight, I think, another one. But, um, you know, I, I messaged Jeff the other day that, like, episode number four I thought was the best. There was hunting mm-hmm. in it, but they really got into, you know, the, the the guides that are with them and the guiding aspect and how they, you know, they how, how they run their guide service. And yeah. I think the first three episodes didn't show that, but the fourth episode is the one I thought was the best episode yet, you know. Yeah, that, and that's a really cool point. The last two episodes we've done of the Union, um, we had um, Hartland Waterfowl on, um, and go check those guys out. I, I think, um, and Ryan from the show had even said the same thing, uh, I think some of the best waterfowl hunting content uh, out there right now is coming from these guys, Hartland Waterfowl. So we had those guys on, and um, big hunters doing big hunts but they showcase a little bit of the you know um after the hunt in the hotel doing reverse sear steaks on a hot plate sort of deal um that sort of stuff right and and i really like that i like seeing that side of things because it it puts ideas in my head of of things especially if if you're so let's say you came to ontario jeff and you came out for a hunt with with dave and i um well i'd want to make that as great as an experience as i can uh and i'm not a i'm not a great host um by nature i just don't think of things i love the company but i I don't like or i don't think about all the little things to make someone comfortable or make that trip enjoyable right so by watching these shows memorable memorable yeah memorable uh so watching these shows now and seeing these things and seeing the variety and seeing the things that people do um, and and a simple thing with a hot plate in a hotel doing reverse sear steak, I think I think that's a cool thing, and I I like to see those those sort of things. Sort of like when we were in PEI last year, and I know we keep talking about it, but it was such a great great trip. We ate amazing, we drank amazing, and and we had some amazing friends with some amazing hunts. So it was just and in an amazing area. Yeah. which is you know so uh so it was pretty cool and then last night we recorded um with a guy named micah collins out of kansas um he owns big kansas whitetails but he's also uh he's a waterfowl guide as well but we were talking about the lodge experience that that you get with him right like you're sleeping on a on a queen size bed you're uh you're eating uh you're eating ribeye steak for dinner it's five star yeah five star right so and 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 he's like listen don't get me wrong fellas want to come and they want to hunt and they want to have banger hunts but when they come back to the lodge and they can sit back with a glass of whiskey and a cigar and and food isn't an option and and comfort isn't an option it it says a lot right and and i think that's what's happening uh, as as Ryan used to say, there, there's a, matru- a maturation. That's a big word, but uh, the maturation of the hunter. Because at at some point, we were all about the kill shots and the birds falling from the skies, right? 100%. We we were all there, every one of us. And and if you say you weren't, you, I, I'll challenge you. Um, but now, as you get older, well, you know what? That those things aren't the most important things to you now. Because I can tell you. Uh, a nice bed like when we stayed at uh robbie yep, shawls. Uh, robbie shawls uh like that cabin like that to come back after a rainy wet cold whatever kind of day it was and i know you got you got a fireplace to light a fire and a nice warm bed and a hot shower that that that's money to me yeah so you say that i mean well pei to us is is uh this will be the sixth time that we we get there and it's i can't say this it's it's not it's truly not about the hunting i mean we if if there's nothing to hunt we probably maybe we wouldn't stay as long as we stay mm-hmm. we definitely enjoy going and being there right but it's just it's right. the whole package of of what is there yeah um, and yeah it does it does revolve around hunting um but that's that's not you know it's i guess a little bit of apples and oranges because it, it's it's we're not with a guide service we're with good friends um yeah you know, it's just, it is, it's not quite, it's not, we're not on a guided hunt. I mean, are we? Sure. I can't, I'm not going to go there and not hunt on right. a right? So yeah. I guess in that, that respect, if you want to call it a guided hunt, but it's it's definitely not. The know, birds, 
bring you to PEI, but it's not what makes you stay to PEI yeah. when you go, right? Like, is that a fair statement? 100%. I mean, Karen, if, if, if we had the checkbook, I mean, she would, she would love to have a cottage there. Yeah. And her idea would be rent it out all year long and yeah. let's just go there the month of October or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. let's go spend four weeks there at our, at our cottage. But at the same yeah. time, you know, have it pay for itself kind of thing. Right. But well, we're going, we're going to make the PMP podcast so popular that uh, you're going to be calling Polly to get a, to get a property up there. And uh, Polly's going to look after you right next to Maggie's pub. There you go. I, I did reach out to him. Did you really? Well, you know, pre-COVID, right? When when maybe right. prices weren't crazy. <laughs> um, but no, I did ask. I was like, "Hey, man, we're, lo we're looking at we're looking at some used stuff. Like, what's what's a lot go for?" And he was showing me some package, like these simple, yeah, you know, packages of of what a cat, you know, of a what you could build, you know, comes mm -hmm. in a package basically. Yeah, it really, it really. I mean, I guess it's all relative of what's affordable, but they really were somewhat affordable, you know. Yeah, um, I never. Oh, really got, I could, I could see it. We never got as far as into like you know property tax and how. Like, mm -hmm. you know, U.S. citizens and you know that that whole like how does that right. work? Um, yeah, or own a, you know owning property in Canada and not being a citizen of of Canada, but but uh, yeah, no man, no, it's back to PEI. Yeah, it's just it's just a beautiful place. I'm what is it? It's August 11th. I mean, physically, I'm not ready to go, but mentally, mm -hmm. I'm ready to be there tomorrow, man. Yeah, big you time. Know, I I remember last year when we were there, we kept talking about this this event that we were going to create. And I remember Karen at first, she, she sort of kind of humored us when we were just talking big and stuff and drinking. And then I think she started to see there was a little bit of wind coming in her sails. And she was like, listen, um, this is, this is my, like, and that it, it's a very Zen place for Karen, right? Oh, she, um, she loves it there. So she was like, listen, I, I love what you guys are doing and how, how passionate you are. But, don't turn my zen moment into work, work yeah, for a week right and and i was like yeah that totally makes sense because you're making that trip for the vacation not to work again yep i don't know if she'll buy a license this year she has in the past um, yeah and you know so she she shot some birds before you know obviously well not obvious but we obvious yes because you talked about the fresh tuna uh, twice you know twice we've we've killed a big bluefin um but I mean, I, I think more, you know, Geoff usually picks me up, so he's kind enough that leaves the, my truck, our truck for her. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but Karen just loves from Shaw's, just walks up. I bet you she's not. Th uh, did you guys ever make the walk down to the beach? No, I I went down to the other end, but not down where Karen used yeah. to walk with uh, wait, with wait. Duker and and Rye. Did you ever hear the waves? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's it's when I first when I was first there, I was like. Is there like a is there a, a railroad track something like it was this noise like what what am I what am I really listening to and it is, it is the beach yeah. it's not like three it's only like three hundred yards away yeah it's, it's a quick little it's a quick little walk down it's it's uh, but she just enjoys doing that in the morning and yeah she gets up on her own she usually has a fire started or you know rolling for us when we come back and usually mm -hmm. has something for breakfast for us so oh yeah like um, breakfast I mean, is I, there's there physically there's a lot to do between now and then but like mentally I mean I, I I'm ready to be yeah i bet buddy uh we're we're getting short on time here but i did want to ask you this question jeff i really wanted to know how are you looking for for your fall season are you booked solid right now or or do you have space for for people to to get in the the only day that will be and it, it'll probably stay open but it's it's our thanksgiving so november 20th. okay yeah. that's that's awesome that's good to hear you when those like when christmas falls on a sunday this year so that's not in play but you know during the week if you know obviously thanksgiving's during the week and if christmas falls you know basically six times six times out yeah. of seven it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a hunting day and that's usually that i don't i usually don't sell that day i mean i would right. go that day yeah matter of fact one year I, um they backed out but i had it booked and and another another uh karen was at a different different vet where i think she got double time because nobody else wanted to go in on christmas day and she's like you know if i'm gonna if i'm gonna go she's like yeah yeah if i was gonna hunt yeah. she was gonna go so but yeah, the thing Absolutely. I'm very fortunate with that. We'll we'll see how you know see how twenty twenty three twenty four you know, kind of shakes out. Right. Um, but yeah, that's uh. No, that's good, buddy. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that that you've you've booked up and and I, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to the videos again. It, and it's getting close, eh? Like it really is getting close to to the season and and all the 
you know, the preseason getting stuff ready and, and trying to prepare and stuff. Like, it's getting as exciting now. Like, Geoff sent that picture. Did you see that picture Geoff sent the other day of the late brood of uh, – Yes, I did, yep. Of uh, cotton tops. So, yep. you know, so it, it's nice. You're starting to see this stuff now, and it's starting to get you pumped up and, and ready, for, ready for the fall. So it's a good time. It's a it good a, time, buddy. It was a good yeah. time, man. And, well – can't say if there wasn't a season it wouldn't be a, a good thing but man, i tell you what I, if i had to pick a month that was what what's my favorite month of the year like f- more for weather than anything else i would say october mm. you know just yeah me too you know humidity leaves and crystal blue sky and you know maybe it's it, maybe it still might be 70 72 during the day but it you know it's mm-hmm. cool, cool at night and you might get a little frost but it's again it still warms up I and mean, i think that's I right just, i love late late september and and the month of october yeah it, it, if, if the fall is dry and and i don't mean like drought but instead of rain and and saw and that you know wet snow coming in on you um if it's a dry fall it's my favorite time of the year and and that got nothing to do with the hunting that's just temperature wise um my i spend the most time outside even doing chores around the house um it's it's in the fall because in the summertime like in this heat i i'm not out outside digging ditches and and putting in flower beds i can promise you that yeah i i can over the years there's been a couple days on pei where i would describe them as being not nasty but definitely muggy muggy for oh yeah like damn like it's you know it's i thought this i'm in canada in october i thought it's supposed to be like yeah chance chance of snow and you know, yeah, a little skim ice on a puddle in the morning, like there's you know getting it eaten by mosquitoes and mm-hmm. being flat out muggy. So yeah, big time. Um, I think we end her here, buddy. Episode five. Episode five. Um, if you're still listening, everybody, which I know you are, um, we would really appreciate it if you gave us some love, gave us some comments on this. This will be uploaded to. To the pit boss so if you're following pit boss anywhere on social on youtube you're going to get to see this and then you're going to get if they are following yeah. me they need to go follow you yeah absolutely please yep. um and and you know what if you really need to you can re rewatch this or re-listen to it the second time to give to help boost my numbers too but damon i, I do end I, of, I do i have to well, mention i do I, I do appreciate the hat and the shirt you have on there i mean i'm just, I'm just i just went tank top and well listen without going too far down a rabbit hole i seen the picture that karen put up of the new hoodie the other day and it was like a size five youth and i'm like "Mm, something's what you talking about lucy um because something t2s t4s and five sixes (laughs) i seen that and i'm like what's going on in pit boss world um but uh i i love it that's for nick costellano cedar swamp gunning decoys there you go um no so listen um you need to get over on patreon with jeff um doing a lot of great things you get to see all jeff's content on there um so go do it i've signed up it's it's super easy super simple and and i promise you well worth your money get your merchandise follow pit boss waterfowl follow punisher waterfowl every way you can send us some love tell us what you like and what you dislike and and if it's something that we can fix on the dislike we will if it's something that we yeah and 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 the punisher pack and the punisher yeah um which you know what at real geese decoys and they're selling really well actually so up here in canada um selling real well haven't talked to craig mints with uh real geese now for about a uh probably about three weeks he's been racing crazy um getting some wins under his belt so haven't really bugged him too much but it's doing well you have you have some um four four dozen there you and, go yeah well and g g awful he'll be an owner of one i'm gonna take i'm gonna take a dozen up to him absolutely i can't wait to see him yeah. in use in pei it'll, it'll be it'll be awesome so um everybody We'll give Jeff the last word here, but I can't say uh, thanks enough for listening to us two old farts, I guess, is what we can say now. Cause I'm, I'm we spent, older, but yeah. Yeah, but we <laughs> spent the first half of the show talking about kidney and, and gallstones. So, um, Jeff, to you, buddy. Yeah, man. Life life is good. It's summertime here, August in, in Maryland, and time has flown by, and I wish – 
that I could talk about something that I can't talk about. That's all. <laughs> I know, buddy. Soon, though. Soon. Soon. Very soon. And, uh, and it's going to be epic. Uh, I can't wait. Everybody, this was episode five of the PMP podcast. Um, thanks so much for listening. Until next time. Let me do I'm going to do it, Jeff. Do I'm going to do it. Thinking of you, we are. Boom, boom, boom. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Thank everybody. It is the P and P podcast.